Yo, BJ Gador here. Welcome to the show. And on this episode, we've got Dr. John Chansey, or as I call him, JC, a member of the DailyBJ.com. He's got a brand new podcast we're going to talk about today. And this is the first of what I hope to be many interviews with high-performing members of the DailyBJ.com. You're going to learn a ton about how to deal with your own struggles by seeing how one of your fellow members does. You know, one thing that really stuck out with me and why I wanted to get him on the show as soon as I saw he had a new podcast is this cat. He's a different type of cat. This guy's a rare beast. He pursued his doctorate recently to get his PhD and was super consistent with his training, his nutrition. Most people would have just put it to the side, put their health, put themselves to the side and just focused on that task at hand because it is a big one, but he stayed consistent with it. And again, you know, this is what it's all about, finding people just like you, living regular lives, not necessarily like the metabolic messiah, you know, like, <laughs> I don't, maybe I'm not as relatable to you guys, and I understand that, but John is a member, he's one of you, and he's doing great things in and out of the gym, so I wanted to get him on the show. JC, as I call him, graduated from the University of Oklahoma with a PhD in educational psychology. He teaches psychology at Oklahoma State University in Oklahoma City. And the good doctor has been a member of the of uh, the dailybj.com since 2019. His new podcast, Knowledge Brews Supreme, can be found on Anchor and Spotify. There's a direct link in the show notes. There's also links to other things, promotions we have going on as well in the show notes. So check those out. Hope you enjoyed the episode. We're going to take a quick break, come right back in, and I'm going to be asking JC a ton of questions that I know will help you navigate this challenging time, specifically the pandemic. So I think you'll enjoy this episode. Love you guys. Peace. Trend like a man. Sleep like a baby. Friend like a man, like a baby, like a man, baby. Yo, this is BJ Gador, and please use this coupon code for podcast listeners only, BabyCast15 for 15% off your next order at manbabycbd.com. That's babycast15, one word. Check out the show notes for more details. But I use the tincture before bed for relaxation, help me unwind, get a deep, restful sleep. And I apply the salves on sore or tender muscles and joints to help provide a deep anti-inflammatory effect and get me ready for my next workout. I think you really enjoy this. Go to manbabycbd.com, enter babycast15 for 15% off your next order. And thanks for listening to the podcast. Peace. Steve. 
if it isn't Dr. John Chansey. Hey, BJ, thank you so much for having me on the show. It is an absolute honor to be a guest on the Get Some Gains podcast. For, formerly the weekly BJ podcast, but then we just didn't seem to find a way to make it weekly. So <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. G- gains come at any moment. You don't have to, doesn't have to be on a weekly basis. And, and also gains are, are also nonlinear. Yes. Yes. So what are you going to do? You know, John, John is a member of the dailybj.com and uh, a proud supporter of Sleep Slow Separately. I believe your avatar is still you doing the lungeman pose in a pair of lungeman shorts. Or actually, you know, you're wearing your your uh, graduation outfit, I believe, with yes. your doctorate. Yes, I'm wearing my robes. That was freshly, that was the same day I got my PhD, or at least I got uh, my dissertation passed. I was wearing my uh, pair of my red lungemans underneath my outfit for good luck. So even if you can't see the lungemans, they were definitely there in spirit for me. Ooh-wee! The Tunisian reds, the, one of the original colors we came out with. Oh, yeah. The first pair I got, and I was hooked ever since. So let me ask you this question, and, and we're going to go through a bunch of topics today. You know, one thing that I was talking to John about before we got on this recording is that I have not done a good enough job of putting some shine and spotlight on our high-performing members of the DailyBJ.com. We have some real elite motherfuckers on in that membership, and um, I mean rare beasts. You know, people that like John, who managed to stay consistent with his workouts while finishing off his uh, thesis. Correct? Yeah, I I really got started with the Daily BJ program. Um, I was already about three years into my doctorate program, but that last year was probably my most intense year. It was the year I was doing dissertation. And that's about when I, I think I started the program right before dissertation and really got going full time into the program consistently when that really ramped up and I was writing my dissertation, the hardest part of my graduate school experience. And by the way, that's typically the exact moment people say, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to hit the pause button on my health and fitness right now, or I'm going to hit a pause button on my diet or, you know, my active lifestyle while I pursue this thinking, because again, what people don't realize, John, you know what I'm saying? Like even I've made this mistake over the years with some things, I've never made the mistake with fitness, thank God, because, you know, but I'll I'll use the time I, I took six months off of social media, man. And I thought, you know what, I can just come back in no problem. And I lost 15 years of momentum. And it really was like, start, I am still trying to figure out the right messaging again. I'm starting completely over. And, um, you know, so th- there's a lot of lessons in that. The same thing with fitness. You, you say, oh, I'll stop working out. No, man, you, you it's, it's very easy to maintain. I've talked about this in past episodes. You can maintain your fitness with a single workout a week. But if you lose the gains, which much easier to lose them, they, you lose gains faster than you make them. Um, it's not just like starting over again. You, you oftentimes started a deficit and it's very depressing to like, I've had people tell me like, I'm, I'm embarrassed to go back into the gym. I used to be able to move some serious weight. I don't fit in my clothes anymore. I'm, I'm having to start with like tens. So look, it's okay to, tr- what you got to do is you got to treat it as a light switch, right? So it's a dimmer. And when you have more energy, time and focus, put that dimmer up. But when you are like John in that situation, pursuing your thesis, you could say, well, I'm not going to stop working out because that's ridiculous because all I'm going to do is I'm going to get depressed. I'm not going to have enough energy. And then when I finish this project, I'm going to 
it's like I'm I don't want to be in a deficit elsewhere. So I'm just going to put the dimmer down to a level that allows me to continue knowing that I have some added stress in that regard. So the first thing I want to ask you is it's a two part question. Where did you first hear about the metabolic messiah? <laughs> and then number two, t- tell me about what was really like the biggest challenges you faced with your diet and exercise in those, like in that final, like six to eight period of time where you're like, I'm, I'm, this is like my highlight of my career achievement right now. And I, but I'm still going to keep this going. So start, let's, let's start with that. So, yeah, I want to start with how I came across your workouts. Honestly, I was at a point where I sort of took a step back from fitness because I want to say, I don't want to go too far into the weeds, but up until about 2018, I considered myself to be a runner in the sense that like, that's what I did to exercise. I ran my first marathon, finished a marathon. I didn't, you know, didn't finish it in great time, but I finished it excited and ready to run another one. Um, and I was training over the summer uh, for another marathon. And one day I woke up and got ready to go run and I had zero power in my legs. Um, after months of kind of going to a physical therapist to figure out what was going on, I found out I blew my back out. It took me several months MRIs, uh, failed trips to a physical therapist. I, I blew my back out. And that really put my fitness, I put my running, you know, my running goals on hold. I put my fitness goals on hold. And I slowly, I finally got the right physical therapy going. And that kind of put me back into where I could at least start exercising again. But I was starting from square one. I really had no idea what to do. Uh, I was really only just doing yoga at that time just to kind of strengthen my core and back up. And that was helpful and all, but I kind of plateaued with that. Like, and I started to realize I want something more. And I just happened to be on Instagram one day and I don't remember the specific video or not, you know, which one it was, but all I saw, and I, I wasn't even following you. I think it just was like a recommended video and it was just you doing a bear crawl. And there was like five, six, seven variations of a bear crawl. And I thought, okay, well, I can't run right now. Like my back is still, you know, kind of messed up after surgery. I'm just kind of trying to get back to normal. And I just started doing these bear crawls and I thought, holy shit, like, I hope I'm allowed to swear here. I know you do. Uh, it's okay, but I just want to make sure I am. Of right. course. All right, cool, cool. But I got this same kind of cardio effect doing like five minutes of bear crawls that I would get from like 20, 30 minutes of running. And so I don't know, I just kind of, I just went down the rabbit hole of your, of your Instagram and I just started kind of piecing together some things that I could do you know, that were kind of safe on my back. But as I continue to develop that core strength again, I felt safe lifting weights. I think I just decided, oh, okay, I'll give this guy's, I'll give his, uh, I'll give his app a trial, you know, and just kind of see what it is. I'll try the workout over the weekend. I picked a random workout. I wasn't even in the programming at all. I think I just like found a random workout that fit with the equipment I had. And it was just like a single kettlebell workout. Like you were, I don't even remember the exact one either. I'm, I'm sorry, my memory is so poor right now. But I did it and I think I commented on the video. I was like, hey, BJ, this is really cool. I really enjoyed the workout. And you're like, and you said something like, hey, this is an old video. You should check out the new stuff. And then I, you know, that kind of put the thought in my head. And then I think the new year came around. I was driving home from, for Christmas. I was driving home from visiting my, my dad out of town. And I listened to your podcast about your goals, I think, for 2019. And I decided, okay, this is when I'm going to really go all in. I'm going to not just like have the app. I'm not just going to do random workouts, but let's see if I can follow the program. 
Uh, and to be honest, I was hooked ever since. And for those listening, you know, give us your Tinder profile, like, uh, you know, what you do, <laughs> where you live, age, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. So I live in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I'm 33 right now. Um, I, you know, at the time I started this, I think I was 30. So, uh, or maybe ju- I maybe just turned 30 or 31 at the time. My, my dates are a little messed up. But um, yeah, I live in Oklahoma City right now. I went to the University of Oklahoma. Um, is, that, is that the kind of the information you're asking? That's perfect. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, do you want to talk about like what your, what, what is your, you know, day-to-day week look like, uh, you know, with the job and stuff? Because you know, the biggest thing, John, that I'm seeing right now people are struggling with is, yeah, we've got this global pandemic. We've had a lot of political, economic issues. Yes. We've had social issues and people have been stuck at home or they're, they're in some sort of like unique or, um, you know, like entrapping work environments. And so let us know a little bit about that because you've been consistent this whole time. Like, yeah, John, yeah, I can't yeah. tell you like how impressed I am with that because uh, my, my audience in general, like, I don't know if my audience um, is unique to other people's audiences, but mine has been particularly hit with a demotivation bug in the last year or two. And honestly, I completely get it. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. No, I can definitely talk about that. Like I, I, during my doctoral studies, I worked full time, you know, as a student, as a researcher, as an instructor. I mean, there were days where I would run across town to go teach a class at my, on my campus. And then I would also have to run across town to go teach a job, teach a class at my adjunct job across town. You know, I was doing work, uh, you know, as a research assistant, as a TA, all of this stuff. Basically, during my time as a PhD student and during the pandemic, at the beginning of it, at least, I was like the king of part-time jobs. I, I had enough part-time jobs to just completely fill my day. So there were days and times where it was pretty challenging to get my workouts in through the program. And especially when the pandemic hit, because all of those things at first, you know, originally I was used to having to kind of run around, do all those things everywhere. Then all of a sudden I had to work completely from home. And so, yeah, there, there are moments where like, it was just so monotonous and so draining to do the same things over and over again in the same environment. And it's also the same spot that you've got to kind of motivate yourself to work out. And so, yeah, that, that definitely was a challenge. Um, but I think just trying to prioritize the workout and kind of see the big picture is that, you know, my, my mental health is not so great right now because of all the stress, but trying to keep it in the perspective of what is your stress going to be like if you decide to skip your workout today, you know, or if you're, if you're feeling like it's hard to get work done now, how is that going to be like if you decide not to do something for yourself, which in this case would be, you know, the workout, whether it was the, was the Monday workout, the Wednesday or the Friday one, or during the time when you you were still doing the gorilla corn gains program, it was just trying to keep that in the big picture, the grand scheme of things that, you know, the stuff that I'm doing right now, even if I don't have the motivation, it's, it's foundational for trying to get me through this dark period. Um, and so I kind of just got into this mentality where it's like, I, I didn't see it as any other option that these workouts are non-negotiables. Um, maybe I can't do them at the same time every day. 
and maybe I can't always do every single thing in the workout, or maybe I can't do it the same way I want to each time, but I'm going to find a way to do it somehow, whether it's modified, the full version, whatever. Um, so kind of making sure that was a priority because I kind of looked at the other aspects of my life and how they might suffer if I didn't do, if I didn't kind of take care of myself physically and at the same time mentally. Um, you know, these workouts that you've been putting together have been uh, obviously a very, uh, a very powerful tool as far as like physical development, but the mental development there, I think is like equally important, um, building that kind of discipline, especially when you don't want to do something. Um, there's like a million other things I probably wanted to do some days, but uh, you know, it just wasn't an option at, at a certain point. You know, what's, uh, I want to touch on that too, because this past week, I think, you know, at the time recording this, this is the first week after, uh, well, we just had Labor Day weekend, which is like the official end of summer for most people. And I think a lot of people were coming into this summer of 2021 thinking, okay, we're going to get back to normal life right. and uh, it's going to be an enriching summer. And I, and I think for a lot of people, it didn't hit the way they wanted it to. This COVID, man, it is it is a beast. It's unrelated and it's still just yes. wreaking havoc all over the world. So I just think, you know, a lot of the, it's like, there's only so much will, like, you know, some, like, out, outside motivation or some, you know, some happiness or some positivity that's going on to just take that energy and, um, like, so I, I just noticed people had a this past week was really tough for a lot of people. Some people commented, like, this is, like, the last thing I wanted to do today but I saw member comments about getting it done and then I ended up doing it and I ended up having a great workout. And I'll tell you this, man, like, um, you know, there, there are plenty more successful people out there, but the, any success I've had has been because of the fact that on all those dates that I did, like I absolutely did not want to do this workout or eat this way or do this stretching or foam roll a tight area of my body. All the times I said, so what? I'm just going to do it. That's why I'm here today. And oftentimes, some of my best sessions have come because there's something powerful about being at like a, not necessarily a rock bottom, but like at a real low, uh, whether it be energy, motivation, um, or you could just be super fatigued or whatever it is, uh, sore, but then you find a way to at least do something that gives you that small win. Like, cause again, I, I've touched on this on another episode, like uh, I haven't had a single metric in my business that has been um, going in a positive light for about two years now. But, it, and because I'm a businessman, I, and it's what else am I going to look at, right? But my training has been a true light. Like, I've been making some of the best progress in my life. I'm, John, I'm in danger of finally becoming a great athlete from the changes <laughs> I made, particularly in 2021. So, had I not had this training that again, because the training is there's no one else that controls it. It's, it's, it's me in the workout. It's, it's the inputs that get the outputs. And if I give my best effort, most days, I always make progress in my training. So I thank God for it. And, and that's what people have to understand too, is it's not, it, you know, you could say, well, I'm going to put myself to the side now and focus on this. The thing is you can't, you're, you're with yourself your whole life. You are with yourself your whole life. So there, there has to be, you have to be uncompromising with yourself. And what do you do on a day when, you know, let's say it's like the end of the week, you're, you're hungry. It was a shitty week. You've got to do, 
<laughs> I'll admit, you know, the while, while 25 to 27, Uncle Baby, uh, I think I, and trying to over deliver, I may have put too much into it. And it was ended up being like a two hour session, which you can break <laughs> apart many ways to make it 25 minutes, 50 minutes. Uh, you know, you do the mobility stuff on the off days, whatever. But um, I have a feeling some people came into this month and they're like, and some people are teachers. We have a lot of teachers, I think, and they're going back to school and then they see Uncle Baby drops a two hour workout of the week. But, um, you know, what, what do you do on that on that day when it's like. I just I, I would rather I would rather eat nails than, than work out. I, you know what? It's, it's funny you mentioned that because I've been kind of experiencing that that feeling a little more lately. I think, you know, we talked about how difficult the pandemic was, you know, especially in early on, it definitely was. But I think the fact that it's kind of dragging on, I've, I've just been in a little bit of a lull myself right now. But, you know, thankfully, there are ways to kind of climb out of that hole and, and your workouts have been one of them. Um, but I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I did. I, the first time I saw WoW 25, I saw the two hour mark. I thought, wait, this is a mistake. Did BJ like, did he accidentally upload the video twice or something? Like, is it the same video two times in a row? Or like, what's going on here? Uh, but then I looked at it in the description and I realized, oh no, it is a two hour workout. And my initial reaction was like, oh, God, I don't want to do a two hour workout. But I don't know. I think I just like, I don't know. My response when those moments happen are like, no, fuck you. You're going to do that. And I'm going to, in fact, like, we're going to go do it harder now. Like, we're going to go get the biggest weights you've got in the closet right now. And we're going to, like, you know, like, shame on you for having that added. So I kind of, like, I don't know. I almost like to bully myself at times to, like, if I start to feel that way, maybe that's not the best approach. But then I, like, you know, midway through the workout, I'm like, oh, thank God I did that because I feel, like, ten times better. I'm pushing myself. Like, maybe that's what I needed. And I don't know. I think it's just, like, because in those moments, you know, it's very easy to even kind of like coddle yourself and be like, hey, yeah, you don't feel good or you don't feel like doing this, you know, just go go watch Netflix instead or whatever. And, and there are times for that. Like, I, I definitely think there are times when you need to pick those spots. But then there are also times when you need to pick those spots and say, hey, no, you feel like this, but go do this instead and you'll feel better. And kind of keeping that future version of yourself in line. Um, so I don't know. It's a little bit of tough love sometimes. And again, just kind of being realistic with myself, like. I don't know. I think about it. I think about a lot of decisions now and I've, I've been thinking about this more just with any decision, but it, it's thinking about it in the grand scheme of things. Like, am I going to feel, am I going to feel what, if I compare the feelings, like, am I going to feel better that I did the workout or am I going to feel worse that I didn't do the workout? So I kind of have to compare that like in my decision-making and it's like, no, I think I'm going to feel better because I did the workout. And it's a lot of, it's a little bit of mental gymnastics, but I think there's some days you kind of have to do that because there's just too many other things going on that, you know, compete for our time, attention and uh, motivations. You know, and that's, it's a really key point, And I want to spend some time on that is the fact that you said mental gymnastics, uh, you know, it, it's it, inner voices, whatever you say that you have to have, you have to have these conversations with yourself that's that's where you find willpower willpower is in something like yeah some people just like are, are almost always ready to run through a brick wall some people are gifted with that like never quit they also by the way you could say gifted but they've they've lived a life that is given they've built a level of resilience to challenge and negativity and other these outside stresses where they can just automatically find a way to focus themselves or refocus themselves and be the eye in the storm or the eye in the metabolic storm when it comes to actually training. But 
the eye of the storm is just a great metaphor to the way you need to be, especially in, in the times we're living in where depression, the anxiety, um, you know, suicidal ideations are at, at an all time high in some ways for people, just people just uh, they've, they've given up. But when you can't find it from the outside, you can only find it from within. And hey, look, I can't, can't tell you the number of times that the names I've called myself or, but you know, um, and especially when you're younger, man, it's like you go for the that more abusive side. Like, don't be a piece of shit. Uh, don't be lazy. But for me, it's like, who am I? Well, I'm a coach. And I'm not going to ask someone else to do something that I will not do myself. And if I have people like you getting it in day in, day out, at times even busier than I was and having more stress than me, there's no reason I can't do this workout, especially since I made it. Uh, but also, who am I? I'm an active person. Active people don't do nothing physically on any given day. You might not do as much, but you're at least going for a walk. You're at least going to do, you know, that's why this EHO every hour on the hour approach is great. Cause let's take, let's take that first 30 minutes of the workout, which is just a bunch of individual drills you do for a minute um, for the feet, toes, ankles, lower legs, right? Right. You could pick a drill from any one of those and just do, do it for a minute at two o'clock. And then at three, do another drill for a minute. And, and over the course of a, you know, a nine to five work day, you get in about eight to 10 sets that are, they don't take away from you. They only add to you. They make you feel better. They break up your work day. They add energy. And then you could say, I, I got in all of that section of the workout. So now my, if I end up doing the workout, it's shorter. Or, you know, again, there, there's so many ways. Again, we, we still have too many people that are members that are all or nothing. If they can't do the two hours, they, they, they'll do nothing. And, <laughs> you know, um, you can't, you can't, you can't live that way. And you have to be able to pivot and you have to be able to have these conversations with yourself. Am I an active person? Yes. What can, where can I fit it in today? And, you know, I, I just, my pull-ups and dips, I had to fit in the other day while cooking in indoor outdoor. I was grilling outside. I was cooking inside and I was doing pull-ups and dips in between the dinner didn't come out. It came out good, John, but I fucked up the asparagus and I, oh, I, 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 cook, I cooked the meat a little too long, but it was still a beautiful meal. Um, and but I managed to get all my stuff in. And I was able to give my wife a great meal at the end of the day. And uh, again, it wasn't perfect, but I found a way to get it done. And again, I'm an active person. I'm a coach. Training is the only thing going well right now. I need to keep riding that wave. I need to find a way to fit it in. So I'm glad you touched on the, that inner conversation. Uh, and, and a lot of this is, by the way, you just have to go. You can't be. You can't debate about it. You got to just start. Yeah. And if you can start. 10 minutes into anything physical, your body shifts, your body shifts over and then it embraces the session. You still there, sir? Yeah, I'm still here. Sorry. Dude. So yeah, that, that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing people have to start looking at right now is you can't be all or nothing with this and you have to absolutely fit it in where you can and have an inner conversation with yourself about, Again, who are you going to be and get started right away and take action on it? So um, what have been what have been your biggest struggles during the pandemic or in the last uh, last year or so with all of it? You know, uh, the diet, the exercise, work, whatever. Man, uh, well, I mean, 
you know, where to begin. I, I think diet has been one of the biggest challenges because I think I've been really dialed in with the workouts and the dieting. There are times where I can be really good about my diet. Like I can restrict like sugars, for example, not eating like, you know, not eating uh, too many sugars or much sugar at all during the week and trying to save any kind of snacks for the weekend you know, and then I'll, and I'll do pretty good about that. But then the weekend I'll like overindulge or whatever. And then I'm, you know, just kind of like kicking myself, like, so trying to find that balance. I'm still, it's still a work in progress. Like I'm also, I'm like a recovering five-year-old eater. Like I used to just eat so poorly for most of my life, you know, lots of like fried foods, fast foods, things like that. And it's like reteaching myself um so you know a lot of i've been pretty good about making shakes for myself especially in the morning and especially after a workout like that's one thing i'm pretty good at um i've been a lot better about protein and produce in my meals especially dinners and lunches and things like that but i think just being a little more consistent has been hard um and, you know and just other struggles i mean you know i had to not only like i finished up my degree while I was, while the pandemic started, I was in the middle of searching for a job while the pandemic was going on. And that was incredibly stressful. I had a few jobs lined up out of state that I was given offers and those were pulled away. And um, so I, you know, I got lucky and found something here, but for a while there, it seemed pretty bleak as far as the job market. Thankfully that's, you know, improving somewhat. Um, you know, I got married during that time as well. Like that was a good thing, but it's like a positive stressor, you know, I mean, the, it's, it's, it's good and bad stress sometimes can make, you know, just can be challenging or make like finding time to get a workout in a little more difficult. Uh, for example, just kind of thinking about, you know, what we were just talking about. Um, so that was good stress for sure. But then I recalled like, you know, I had to, for a week, we went out of town for our honeymoon and I had to think about, okay, well, how am I going to do my workout? here in a cabin, you know, in the middle of nowhere. Uh, luckily, I just brought a couple of, you know, dumbbells and made it work. But it was just kind of a good kind of challenge that I was not used to, you know, normally just kind of working uh, at home. And, uh, you know, just the pandemic. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like I said earlier, it's, it's been a, a bit more stressful lately here. I felt like I did pretty good when the pandemic started off. But here lately, it's been a little more stressful. And some of that has to do with work. Some of that has to do with you know, just the kind of malaise of being living in, you know, day in, day out in this, the world we live in right now. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, I think that I, because of that, you know, I'm finding that I value these workouts even more because there are day, there are parts of my day where it does kind of feel like the world is falling apart around me, both literally and, and metaphorically. And, but then I have this hour or I have this two hours in this, you know, in this case of this last month. And it's just like, this is the only thing I'm thinking about. Like, I'm, I'm not worried about finding a job. I'm not, you know, I'm not planning a wedding or not doing things that are, even though I need to do, you know, they, they are still, you know, maybe at times can be stressful to me, I, but here is the carving out time where I can really kind of find a flow state and just block everything else out. You know, and you, you also got to remember too, right? I mean, this is, and I'm, I have to remind myself all the time, Naomi, my wife, and I talk about this a lot, is, you know, you can't give too much power to now and you can't, give too, you can't get caught in the recency bias. Like, if you go with that, everything sucks. But this will end up being, uh, and hopefully it doesn't go longer, it probably will, but whatever. 
let's say let's say it's two years of our life and I'm, I'm going to be 40 in a year. So, I mean, that's just two of my 40 years are like this, you know, like, and hopefully I have, you know, another 40 plus to live. So again, this, this could end up being a blip on the radar for a lot of people. If you look at the course of a lifetime, it's, it it will, it will without a doubt be one of the most significant periods of all of our lives. That's guaranteed. Like no one's ever, ever going to forget this, this two year block, but it's still, it's two years. You know what I'm saying? And, um, whatever test this is for us now it is and it's and if you are managing to find any way to do something positive during this time the level of resilience you're building for your mind your body and your soul and when if things ever get good again i mean like you're going to be really set to to then pick up the pace and, and then take this momentum it may not be like uh, the wave you had hoped it would be, right? Like, oh, I'm going to focus on this. Because, again, it's been tough. It's been tough. You can only motivate yourself so much, uh, especially when you're alone and you're secluded and you don't have anything to look forward to outside of maybe food. And that, that's where we've gotten caught in this a lot, too. Um, I've got I've to sharpen my nutrition sword. I, I, I just do too much on the weekends. I can get away with a lot because of my activity level and, and my muscle mass and all that stuff. But um, you know, I'm using, I'm still using food too much for joy and for an outlet and a release. And I, I've got to pivot that a little bit, especially as I get older, because th- that window of, you know, eating as much as I do <laughs> on some days, you know, that, that's, that's just going to keep closing with age. And honestly, it just it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel right. good. And, um, but, but I get it. I mean, I get like, what else are we going to do? You know, what else can we do? And so, um, I'm encouraging people to listen to just, you know, understand that this is, this is just, it, it, it might suck now. And I have to tell my, I have to, every morning I got to wake up and I got to watch something that motivates me, or I got to just, I got to talk to myself to get my mind. Cause my mind is so, it's so quick, John, it's so quick to go in a negative direction yeah. that um, it's like those two angels on your shoulder and you've got the uh, angel of positivity and the angel of negativity. And it's this constant battle between optimism and pessimism and love versus hate, you know, and hope versus cynicism and sadness versus joy or rage and pain. And you, you've got to just understand that this is what it is now. And I've got to just, you got to get in that routine has to be everything for you. And it sounds, it sounds like you're just a, a man of routine. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I think that for better or worse, some days, that's a lot of ways in which I would, I would describe myself. Um, I feel like, routine is something I can control at a time when there's a lot of things that are outside of my control, especially, you know, like you mentioned, we don't, we don't know if this pandemic's going to go on for another month or another year or two years, whatever. I mean, you know, we could be living in some kind of reality like this for the foreseeable future. Um, and so finding ways to control what I can, um, and I think establishing that routine is really important for me. I try to do it in fitness. I try to do it, you know, in other areas of my life as well. Um, in some areas I'm really good at, like some areas I can, I can be, I can function very well with the routine. I think fitness is one of those and maybe dieting. I'm still, I need, you know, I need some work on. And thankfully, uh, you know, it's just, it's, I've got a lot of practice to kind of get better at that too. Um, but yeah, I think I'm, I'm someone who relies uh, heavily on routines what made you decide during this 
the time to start your new podcast, which I want to mention that I want you to talk about your new podcast. And because again, you know, I, I love hearing about people starting new things and taking on new projects or again, because most people are not going to do that now. They're going to wait for, for better times. But again, you get a jump on people if you're willing and able to step into something new or again, a lot of this, John, is just taking, you take the negative energy and you just have to, you, you suck it all in and you transform it into positive. And um, so I just want to congratulate you on the new podcast. And again, I just, it, it can't be overlooked that you're doing this, um, you know, during a challenging time. So uh, mu much love and congratulations to that. Yeah, I, pre I appreciate that, BJ. So yeah, I started a podcast. It's called Knowledge Brew Supreme. And it's really just, I, I, I'm trying to be a more creative person myself in my everyday life. I don't mean necessarily like I'm trying to like paint or be a musician or anything like that. But I, you know, I teach classes. I, you know, I, I work out. I, you know, I play with my dog a lot. I do stuff like that. And I just think every single moment of our day is a chance to be creative, to do something new, do something, you know, fun or interesting. And so I find that like, I get really inspired to do creative things when I talk to other creative people. And so I really just wanted to find a platform that it would allow me to do that. And so I started this summer, I don't know, maybe like know, four months ago, maybe June or so time is kind of a blur right now. So please forgive me on that. I started reading this book called the artist's way by Julia Cameron. And it's like this 12 week program where you do these daily writing tasks and you go on these things called artist days. And they, they, the idea is they give you opportunities to tap into your creativity. And so I was doing the program and I was trying to think, what can I do that's creative? Like I'm not a, I'm not a musician. I'm not a painter. I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not a poet or anything like that. So I was trying to think where is my medium where I could kind of carve out a space. And that's where I thought of podcasting because I just, I spend a lot of time, listening to podcasts I for you know I was I was doing a, a weekly fantasy football podcast with some friends for a while but I kind of wanted my own show to talk about things besides sports so that was the big motivation and I, I just finally decided like I'm just gonna do it I'm not gonna sit around and wait for like the perfect time like to make sure all my ducks are in a row I'm just gonna go for it and I did, I, 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 you know, reached out to one of my, my former professors who uh, happened to write a book at the time. He was putting out a new book and I just wanted to talk to him about his new book. So we found a time, we cut an interview and, and I kind of, you know, put that up as an episode and, and um, you know, it's pretty early on. I've only, I've only recorded, I've only published two episodes and I have the third episode. Uh, it's, I'm editing it currently, so it should be out pretty soon, but um, yeah, it was just like, an, it was just an avenue for me to get a chance to, to talk to some cool people doing really cool stuff. And I, I want to give a shout out to another one of your members of the Daily BJ for helping me out. Uh, you know, you might know him as Z Sonic or Zach. Uh, he was a big influence on kind of nudging me in that direction. We, we talk at least once a week, uh, you know, maybe sometimes more over text. And he was incredibly you know, kind of motivating me, nudging me, saying, hey, you should do this. And he was giving me tips and things like that. So it really just felt like the perfect opportunity, even though I just said I wasn't waiting for the perfect opportunity. It kind of turned into one, even without necessarily hoping for or without meaning to. You know, and that's that's one thing, too. Um, I've got to do a better job of building the community and culture side of the DailyBJ.com. 
but members have to do a better job of interacting with each other. I can't do it all guys. Like you have, you have a, a unique opportunity and access to people just like you. They have the same struggles and they're finding ways to improve their fitness where others are not because mentally they're able to just will themselves to do it. So you have access to some pretty rare beasts, you know, like support each other, comment on, uh, and, and, and some of you do, but like there's a lot of members and, and not, not nearly enough of them are uh, a commenting about, you know, what things are going on or giving us updates with their workouts. Cause again, like if I don't get the update, I, I, I read it all and I take the feedback and ultimately I know the blueprint of where we all need to go, but um, I listen to all the feedback and I, I take it in and, and it's, it becomes a part of the next month's content. So um, th that's, that's one part of it. The second part is like support your fellow members. They're having the same struggles and they're doing the same routines and um, you know, you should respect each other and, and want to learn from each other. And I'm, I'm, I, that, that thrilled me when I heard that you and Zach connected and uh, didn't, didn't Zach help you with a uh, guitar or something? There was some, he helped you with the music initially. Yeah, Zach, I, you know, just watching his videos on uh, Instagram, his, his scratching, I, he got me or convinced me just by watching some of the stuff he was doing. I went out and bought a turntable and I, you know, I haven't done a whole lot with it, but for a while there, he was kind of teaching me some scratching and it was a, just, it was a fun creative outlet. And it was a chance to kind of, you know, play around and learn a new instrument uh, is, is even though I'm, I'm incredibly uh, unmusical, it was still a very fun uh, fun project. So he's a wonderful teacher. And also he's just a good dude to know a good accountability buddy in the program. I can't, I can't say good, uh, enough good things about him. And there's, there's plenty of people like that, you know, that you guys have access to. And uh, cause again, it's like, it's, it's really important to have like-minded people. That's, that's one thing, John, I'll tell you just from my standpoint, I used to be an, an insane networker, um, I knew all the the people that you need to know in fitness and, and I'm officially, and it's, it's, it's all my fault, but it, it was, it's purposeful too. I, I needed some time to be alone on an Island to uh, look at myself in the mirror, make a lot of key uh, improvements, a lot of personal development and growth. So that when I would look to step back into that, um, you know, I, I can, I can truly be effective and also I can be what they need me to be. Cause again, it, it's a, it's a two way street. You know, any relationship is, you know, there, there should be, I'm not saying it has to be transactional, but um, in business that sometimes it is, but uh, friendship in general or um, fellowship, whatever you want to call it, you know, you want to be able to not just take, but give. And, um, you know, it, it's really helpful to know that, wow, there's this dude over here, this, you know, we have a lot of women too doing great things in the program. Um, and, uh, you know, just, there are people just like you getting this done and uh, you know, they have, they have real lives. You know, I, I think for, if they're just thinking about getting motivation or just through me, it's like, well, he's, it's easy because you know uh, it's his job. But um, for someone like you, it isn't your job and you're still doing it and you've got other tasks and, and similar problems and family life and career. Um, I, I just want to encourage all members listening, like please start supporting each other more. Just, it, you know, just, it, you might, you might find uh, social media is a great outlet, but uh, you know, people on social media, they're not, they're not experiencing uh, at least from a, a fitness standpoint, like they're not doing this stuff. So um, you know, and, and if anybody doing this stuff right now uh, is just, I, I hope you know how elite you are because 
It's not easy. Am I am I wrong, John? Is is it easy? No, not at all. There, I, I don't think I've ever done one of your workouts and thought the word easy in my mind. And to be honest, if that were the case, I don't think I would. I would have been a member of the Daily BJ. Like I, I do your workouts because they're they're not easy. They're, that's the point. You can make them easier with modifications. That's totally fine. But they're 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 not meant to be. You know, you know, the, some kind of easy breezy workout where you're barely going to break a sweat and. You know, it's good to take a picture on Instagram for whatever. No, this is you're going to sweat and you're probably going to look look a little gross afterwards because of it. You might swear a lot, but you know what? You got a great workout. in, so that's the point. What what kind of final thoughts would you want to leave to the listener with regards to, you know, the the lessons you've learned? Uh, what do you want to call it? Two, three year period of you kind of being uh actively and regularly engaged in kind of an active lifestyle am i am i right three years yeah i would say that's yeah give or take yeah that's pretty accurate what what are what are the biggest lessons in the last three years well i mean the consistency for one i think you know you preach this all the time like don't miss workouts like especially don't miss that monday workout i mean i think about that all the time like you know especially over the weekend it's easy to kind of get a little soft and you want to think oh well i'll take it easy on monday i'll I'll ease into the week but really you know maybe there are times especially with your workout maybe in other areas of your life that's fine to ease into things but i think with fitness uh you know putting yourself in that kind of state of mind where it's non-negotiable like i'm not going to skip the monday workout and that really sets you up for um you know, that sets you up to, for success throughout the rest of your week. And then if you kind of keep that pattern going, that, that gets you going through the month. And if you think about it in the bigger picture from there, that's the year. So, you know, it's one rep at a time, one day at a time, you know, one week at a time. But also I think it's just like, you know, finding, finding ways to acknowledge success. Um, you know, even if it's small success and even if it's not success that everybody's going to see, like, you know, obviously in this program, we can reach out and talk to each other over the app. We can reach out and talk to each other over social media. And, and there are times you shout us out and share things. And that's really cool. But there are like smaller moments too, where that aren't, that go unseen, you know, like I think about starting off your program, having never done a Turkish getup before and starting off with zero weight, you know, then working up to a shoe, then working up to just using weight. And now all of a sudden I'm doing all kinds of variations with that move using like a 62 pound weight held above my head. And I never thought that was even possible. And so like those small victories along the way are so important to kind of recognize at least in yourself. And then just like taking a step back and looking at it and saying, how far have I come? You know, I started this program at the beginning of January. It's been going on now till September what changes have been made? What positive changes have been made? And maybe some of those you can see like, oh, wow, I've got, you know, I can see more definition in my arms and in my abs or whatever. But then there's also like those mental kind of gains where you just feel better about yourself or you feel more confident. Like this is unrelated, but honestly, like, you know, a lot of this, the confidence I get from your workouts and being in much better, what I feel like I am in the best shape of my life right now. that gave me the confidence to go out and try other things in fitness. Like I recently tried, or I'm still, you know, I I say tried, I'm still playing rugby. I know you kind of warned against that, but like if I didn't have that physical fitness to know how to handle and use my body that I learned from you, 
I probably would avoid things like that. You know, I just, I, I, it wouldn't have entered my wheelhouse as something to do. So just acknowledging success and, and kind of taking a big picture look at things. I think that's the big lesson I've learned um, throughout this entire time of, of, you know, of watching your content and being a part of the program. And it's lessons I feel like I'm going to carry, you know, throughout life, not just in this program. And, you know, it's one of those things too, man. I, I, I got to be careful sometimes. Look, you know, you did ask, so I gave you my opinion, but right. um, I always look at it through the lens of like, I can't get hurt. I just can't. Um, yes. That's how I make money. And, um, you know, but I will be honest with the fact that I have not had a competitive outlet I mean, my, my whole life, the whole first half of my life was all of, I mean, I was all into sports and activities and competition and I've lost that. And, and all I have is to come is be, to, to be competitive in business. And within that respect, it's made it difficult for me sometimes to, to make friendships and stuff like that in my space because I'm so competitive about it. And a lot of people in my space, you know, they're, they are, the, they're the face and body of their business. So it's almost like you are competing um, a- athletically, if you will, but, um, it is great to like, take, take your training and apply it on a court or a field or in a space. And, uh, I, I just hate to see anyone get injured. Rugby is a tough, tough sport, but, uh, you are doing all the things you need to build resilience for your body. Again, the Turkish get up in particular, man, that is like one of the ultimate things you can do, uh, to fortify your body for a combat sport or a, a contact sport. Because of the fact that again, you're 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 building full body stability from the ground up, and you're getting this this mind muscle connection and body awareness, um, getting up and down off the ground and positional awareness, and so um, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Again, I just I, I I one of my friends he's still doing rugby, and uh, I think he's had like 30 concussions. Oh, um, but you know, but but he's that type of guy. Like he needs it. Right. If he's if he's not playing rugby on the weekend, you know, he maybe he'll end up killing someone. So, oh, yikes. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, he's, he's not he's not violent, right, right. but he is when he's on the rugby field. So yeah, um, he can be. Yes. Yeah, so he can be. So, again, we all need outlets. And that, that's why, like, for me, boxing has been the closest thing I've found because boxing is an individual pursuit and you can you can let it out. You can yes. let out that rage or that stress and. You know, uh, and that's one thing too. Like, you know, if if you're getting, we're all getting hammered with with stress, some more than others, uh, different areas of life, whatever. But you've got to find a way to 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 unload, and you don't want to just unload on your partner or your friends and family all the time. There, yeah, that's part of the, the job title: be a friend or a significant other. Like, you've got to listen, you've got to be willing to help and give advice, but you've got to find creative outlets or active outlets to just let it out. You got to be able to cry. You know, I've, I've, I've been trying to make time every day to let some tears out because I, I, I didn't, I, I fought that for years and I've got so many tears. I need to get out of my body to get rid of that baggage and that damage and all that stuff. And also just to, to, to let it out. It's not just past stuff. It's just present. It, it's like, it's, this is like an unrelenting time. It's like unrelenting. I know you know, you know what I mean, John. So you've got to, yes. but you know, hitting the heavy bag, uh, getting in a great workout, going for a, a walk outside, getting outside and getting under God's light and looking around you and getting some perspective on, you know, uh, you know, this is this, all this has been here long before you were here. 
again, it goes back to the power, not, not giving too much power now or the recency bias that we're all caught in right now. Um, and uh, so I'm glad you found that. And, and I, just, I would never want to discourage you from doing something that gave you value. I just, I, I, I just never want people to get injured, you know, so that that's, I hope you know where, where my heart was when I gave that recommendation. Certainly. Yeah. No, no, no. I wasn't. Yeah. I didn't take it the wrong way. I, if I, from your perspective, I'd probably say the same thing because if your members are running around getting, you know, concussions or blowing out their knees, that's probably, that's not good for, for you or them. So no, I, I totally understand that. And uh, yeah, no, I get, I get all of that. And the, well, here's one thing I'll end on because I know you've asked me this question and now we're on the phone together. You, you asked, uh, you know, you, you, you're a naturally leaner guy. What are you about? 165? That is being generous, BJ. I think most days I'm kind of hovering between 150, 155. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe after like your worst cheat meal ever, you can be put yeah, to 160 yeah. with, with some jeans on and a jacket. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there you go. So there, there's a, this is just, um, and you, 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 you would, in a dream world, you'd want to gain about 10 to 15 pounds of body mass. Is that my yeah, correct? Something like okay. that. Yeah. Just, just a little more specifically, I was thinking for rugby, just having a little more muscle, a little more, but not, not the sacrifice of speed, but just a little more, you know, muscle to work with, to absorb blows, I guess. Look, man. And that's, uh, there's a reason I played football at 275. You know what I'm saying? But the, the, there's also a reason the moment I stopped playing football, I came down to 225. And um, so I get that. And, and the reality is, so again, we, we talk about, and I, we, I touched on this in my response to you, but again, I, a lot of people don't understand what's involved in making dramatic physical change. Because, you know, you see uh, actors or actresses do it like in, six to 12 weeks. And, but again, like they have a whole team, they have the best of the best doing it. They're also, they've got everything on the line. They've got millions of dollars as motivation and they, and it's, it's their life. They can fully commit to it, but they don't have a career to worry about a family to worry about other commitments. Um, and in the case of gaining weight for someone who's naturally leaner, it is dude, it is so difficult and you have to be willing to spend a lot of money on food You've got to get into a meal frequency that is, uh, it's so frequent, like every two to three hours that it literally becomes like your whole day is around food. You have to literally build the day around the food because yes. it's all calories. It's all calories. Um, and I've worked with some people that, uh, as I mentioned, I think in the response, they had to start and end their day with a thousand calorie shake and still eat every two to three hours. And they're dealing with, you know, a lot of gastrointestinal distress. They're basically, and I, I was training some of these kids. These are kids too. These are like 20 year old uh, college kids, peak testosterone, peak, peak everything, right? Peak recovery. And, um, you know, like after a, a year of solid training, if you could put on 15 to 20 pounds and it was their life, they had no career and they were eating constantly. Uh, that was a huge success. Again, to do it drug free too. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of these transformations, you get pharmaceutical assistance and all the other factors we talked about where you can just focus entirely on it like a fighter in a training camp with nothing else to worry about except their opponents. So um, you factor all that in and the fact that, you know, it's, it's super like you're going to spend a lot of money on food. It's going to be all day. And then if you uh, you're also, you got to continue with it on the weekends. So your weekends now you can't be missing meals. 
You know what I'm saying? So like, right. can I, can I go out somewhere for six hours? No, you got to bring your food with you or you got to make sure you're going to go eat. So again, I, I like to get people the big picture. And again, by the way, John, you, let's say you gain 15 pounds on this diet. Do you think you can stop the diet and go back to what you were doing before and not, mm-hmm. and not lose the mass? No, no you got to maintain Exactly. Your, your, meta- your metabolism is not built for it. And that's why it's really important. Like I, you talk about fighters. Uh, we all have a natural weight class that we fall into. And, and what happens, you'll see it. Some fighters, they have to go up and down to weight classes, either to get, to get a fight or to like try to advance their career, you know, make some big money. And um, a lot of times, man, um, you know, if you, if you go outside of your natural weight class, um, you can't compete. Because the amount of energy and effort it took to get you there um, it is so exhausting that it's taken away or you are now, let's say you've gained the weight and now you're slower and now you're getting more joint pain, you know? So it's, it's really important to take that, that internal review of, okay, what's all involved. Uh, if it's not sustainable, it's questionable. That's one of our rules. But um, is this, is this truly, maybe it helps me in rugby, but I'm, I'm not in the rug. I'm not a professional rugby player. So is it going to help me, in my current life, is it going to help me 10 years from now? Is that added 15 pounds going to be what my joints need? So again, like I, I, I have a gift of being like, like, like the Tony Robbins for demotivational speakers. (laughs) (laughs) But again, like I want, I want you to know what's involved. Like this is, you've got to be eating five, about four to 5,000 calories a day. And um, you have to be willing to have food become not just like, a focused part of your life, but, but like, it's, it's like you're thinking about food maybe more than anything else. And then with that comes some, some possible issues with food, you know? And, and that's like, that's one of my biggest fears because I've been there, man. We're like, I can't even go, I can't even go out with having to bring some food or like people, my friends like have to like accommodate me where we go to eat. And then I'm that guy. So that being said, there's, there's some, you know, there's some positive changes you can make to your diet to get the, get the scale moving up without it being dramatic. And really what it is, man, is you, you've got you've to find a way to get in about 30 to 40 grams of protein every three to four hours. And, you know, that's something that's, that's pretty easy to do, especially if you start looking at supplementing with some uh, with protein powder or some essential amino acid, acids mix that can allow you to get like um, it in between meals, you know, as, as needed. And, um, you're going to have to, you're also going to be a guy that can get away with more carbohydrate. You know, you got to make sure that most meals have some carbohydrate that come with them. Uh, and also you got to get more fat in the diet too. You know, it's like, well, yeah, obviously there's protein, fat and carbs, but you have to be, you know, you've got to make sure that most meals, um, you know, you can get, you can, if the frequency of the meals becomes too much, like, I can't imagine like if you're like, I can't imagine having to eat six, eight times a day, then your four meals, um, you've got to be more caloric. You've got to be willing to, um, you got to be willing sometimes to eat even when you're not hungry. Because a lot of times what happens with hard gainers, they don't have, they just don't have a natural appetite like someone like me does. Like and that, that's the misery of my life, John. I'm always hungry. And because I'm, I'm the opposite of you, John, um, I have to, I just have to base I have to be okay with always being hungry to do what I do and look the way I look. I, I just hunger is just, I, I become friends with it. Um, and 
but you know, I, I, I'm sure I look at someone like you and it's like, wow, it'd be great to like spend a day as John Chansey, whatever I want. And even if I gained weight, that would be a good thing. Um, and I'm sure you look at me and you're like, it would be great to be bigger, but right. you know, it's being bigger, man. I, I, you know, expensive is to eat. I don't even eat that much, <laughs> but just to eat for my size, um, like I'm a bad influence on anyone that's around me just because of the fact that, that the sizes of the, of the portions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, like, uh, what's the biggest takeaway from what I just said? The takeaway? Well, I mean, I think it means you just, you've got to be realistic about where you're going into. Um, you know, I thought it could just be, to be honest, when I started trying to put on weight more, I thought it could be just as simple as, okay, well, I'll, I'll have an extra protein shake here and there. Or I'll, you know, I'll try to put a little extra food on my plate. But I quickly realized exactly what you were saying that, um, you know, it, it's, it's a, it just becomes a numbers game. Like you are really trying to see how many, you know, calories you can squeeze in during, let's say you're only awake for 16 hours or maybe a little less, a little more, depending on your schedule, you know, you are going to have to find a way to strategically maximize, you know, when you eat, what you eat, how you eat. Um, so, you know, I think like another thing, I don't know if you've touched on, you touched on the macros, but also like if you're trying to keep track of those macros too, you know, not only do you have to put the food into your body, but then you have to physically go in and maybe input the food into your, you know, your cell phone or your computer, what you're doing. So you, to do something like that, if you want to take it seriously, I think requires a lot of determination and a lot of effort that may, um, maybe you maybe don't necessarily anticipate initially. And I certainly didn't. And so it was kind of a, it was a surprise to me. And, and uh, you know, hearing you talk about all that is, is, is all, all true. I mean, my best advice is always be, be the best pound for pound. Yeah. Fighter, yeah. worker, trainer, whatever it is, be the best pound for pound. Because again, you, you can't fight, you can't fight genetics. You got to, you got to work with your genetics. Uh, for you to be a large man with huge muscle, you, those, that it, it wasn't in the cards, but you look, look, look what you built with your body and look, look at how your body serves you. And again, it's always greener on the other side. And that's what's so great about it is like, there are weight classes, you know, and, and you see, um, you, like you see middleweights, middleweight fighters, and just they have like such a unique, they may not be able to do like the crazy knockouts that you see in the heavyweight class, like where every punch can just change someone's life. But they, they have this, uh, a type of stamina endurance that someone heavy can't have because more muscle means more oxygen and there's only so much oxygen you can get in and out of that body. Um, so again, you, you start to appreciate like, wow, my, my unique gifts. And um, so my, my, my whole thing is be best in class, be best in your weight class, be the best pound for pound. And, you know, it's all relative. And that's why, like, the training we do, it's, it's based heavily on your relative strength, what you can do mostly with your body weights, and then adding in, you know, some tools like bands, bells, med ball, uh, the pull-up bar, obviously, which, which is essential to train your body weight. Um, and, and, then, and then it's sustainable, and you can grow with it. And, um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, like the stuff you've been doing is do that. And again, by the way, um, over the course of five to 10 years by getting in 30 to 40 grams of protein every three to four hours, man, uh, you could gain five to 10 pounds of mass and, and you could set up a new set point for yourself. So, um, but again, like for it to be quick, you have to shock your body and it's gotta be a full-time job. 
yeah, that's 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 what I've I've kind of come to learn, and I'm still kind of tweaking with it and working on it. I've, I've been I've been more consistent with the shake, getting extra shakes and things like that, but I'm still uh, kind of tweaking, you know, the formula and working, you know, because my schedule is, is that's another thing. And my schedule just kind of changes from semester to semester. So sometimes I have a ton of time to eat, and other times I don't. Like right this semester, I kind of feel like don't have quite as much. So. Um, yeah, it's still a work in progress, but hearing you say all that is at least encouraging me to uh, keep doing it and, uh, you know, just, just uh, be patient. I think that's the big takeaway is just patience. hundred percent, man. And you have me on the phone right now. You have any fun, any questions about the program, general questions, uh, uh, well, how, how can I help you as we finish off this, uh, interview? That's man, that is tough. I, I should have came more prepared, but I, I guess what, you know, I'm just really curious, um, you know, about the, we're, we're getting ready to go into from Q3 to Q4 in the programming. Um, what kind of training should we expect in this quarter? Is it going to be similar to kind of how we closed out the year uh, in the program last year? So you don't necessarily, I'm not asking you to give everything away as far as like what's going to happen, but at least maybe kind of the inspiration for quarter four. hundred percent, man. Yeah. So uh, like, like you said, we're going to go to Q4 perform and, you know, quarter four uh, again, like, you know, most of the, most of the gains in the work of a year of training or a season of training will be done after the first three quarters. Right. I mean, it's just, it's the reality of it. So, um, my goal is to shift you guys into a more, I guess, I guess you could call it more athletic focused style of training where now we've taken, uh, you know, we started with, with origins, which is all about mobility, stability, breathing. and went to shred, which is about getting your conditioning up, your cardiovascular and uh, leaning you out, which then sets the stage for the gains uh, quarter Q3, which is about adding some muscle mass and, and really and mo- more so developing a true mind muscle connection because again what it's it's all about activating the muscle getting the joints in the right position and then if you can do that without pain and through a full range of motion then we just add load we add intensity we add variation we add um difficulty whatever it is um and and then we can begin building forever so um but that being said i've, I've got to also we're entering a very busy time of year so we've got holidays coming up we've got a lot of end of year stuff so my goal is uh, we're going to – December is going to be a very light training month. It'll be um, – you know, I think I'm going to we'll, – we'll probably do the workout of the year again in some way. Uh, and uh, I, I'm going to – I have a new version, new and improved version of the pull-up program we did to end last year, which people have a lot of success with, um, to close out and also build on the, the nine months of, you know, mostly daily for some uh, hang, plank, pull-up, push-up work. Um, but, but I also, am going to be very focused on people's time in the final quarter of the year, because I know how busy we are going to be. I also know that we've done most of the work, you know what I'm saying? Like it becomes, uh, so now it's about, you know, peaking and, uh, you know, pushing to more, uh, kind of athletic style, uh, going on a little more load based or, you know, uh, that type of training, where we can now, because I, I know people are like chomping at the bit to start moving some heavier weight. Um, but I also, again, I have to always balance the fact that a lot of our members don't have multiple weights or, you know, 
if they have multiple, it's still on the lighter side of things. So again, I, it, it's tough. That's why I can't get, I have to now, because we had to think, ah, we have a two week break coming up, John, <laughs> which is not really a break, but um, I know Chris Warren needs it. I think Chris Warren is, I think <laughs> these, these two hour wows have pushed Chris Warren's editing, editability to the max, but you know, this is what it's all about, man. He's you, know, the you, editor don't, you don't know what the, here. you don't know what the limit is until you, until you find it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to really focus on, uh, uh, as much, and by the way, we've always had the 20 minute express workout. People, people forget that you always get that. You always get a 20 minute express workout if you can't do the full thing, but, um, I am going to, I am going to try to make things as express or time efficient as possible. And I also want to make it, I really want to have some fun with you guys to finish off the year because I know, um, you know, the basics are everything, but you know, it, it tests, it tests you sometimes and, and I, I want it's a balancing act of, you know, continuing to milk the basics, but also uh, allowing this to be a little more entertaining and fun so that it becomes that outlet because we need it right now. So um, that, that's kind of the best I can give you right now uh, in terms of what to expect. But it's, it's going to be a good end of the year, but very light in December. December, I mean, I, I personally I need to take like two to three weeks off. And if I don't because um, I've got I'm developing that walk run program, I got to figure out what next year is going to look like. Um, and, uh, you know, we all need it. We all need some, some time. I'm, I'm going to still be super active, but uh, I guess what I'm going to try to make December is, is kind of like a potpourri freestyle month. Uh, you know, do what you want to do. Uh, I'm going to obviously still give you guys some stuff, but you, you're going to be able to like repeat your favorite workouts of the year, um, but also take some much needed mental uh, physical time off and recharge for another season. You know what I'm saying? Because this is a marathon. Yes. yes. So my follow-up question to that is: Does that mean you're going to be bringing bringing some? You're bringing the heat into 2022. Yeah, I've got I've got to I've got to figure out. Um, you know, I I have to really do some inventory right now on, uh, you know what what that's going to look like. Um, you know, I got to look at all, John, I got to see the costs of, of making the content. Um, you know, we're, we're going to look at, we're, we're considering right now um, offering a premium option for people uh, with more coaching and more stuff that, 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 you know, there's some people that just want the short workouts, like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, like express or the way the original site was where it was like all 20, 30 minute workouts. And there's people like you that, um, they, they want to, they want to climb every mountain. Yes. You know what I mean? And, and keep being exposed to, you know, stuff that's like, wow, is it, am, am I, am I like, sometimes I'm sure you ask yourself, like, am I a trainer? Cause I'm, am I a coach? Cause I, you know, you, you guys have learned a shit. You may not realize it, but if you're doing the routines, there's no option. You've learned a ton about your body this year. The physical education has been baked into all the content, but it's super time consuming. Um, and um, it, it also requires like, I'm looking at my failures as a coach. Um, I have not done a good enough job motivating or building community and culture. I'm trying to find a way to do that um, by we're, we're looking to add a, a live component that is uh I'm not sure what's going to look like yet, uh, Q and A or just you know, 
it's just the ability to know that I, I'm, I'm there with you more along the way, helping um, on that side. So I'm, I'm working on all that. Um, but I'm all in um, 2022 is going to have to be, uh, you know, we're going to have to, I, I, I don't think it can be as intensive as it was this year. Um, but uh, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to, cause we really leveled up this year and I got to look at all the costs and everything. I got to look at Chris's time, Chris Warren, our videographer, those that are newer, don't know who he is. Um, I got to see where his schedule's at. And then we'll come, come to you guys with a great plan for 2022 to build on everything we did this year. But um, it's going to be, it will be different in some way. And uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to find a tiered level where I can focus more on one with, uh, you know, just straight busy men, women, minimal equipment, express workouts, always fun, uh, premium focus and entertainment. And then I got to look at my rare beasts, my gorilla corns, basically. And yeah. I got to figure out a way to keep you guys motivated, guys and gals um, on that piece. So uh, I, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to use the two weeks for that as well to kind of plot this out. A lot of things, man, to figure out. But um, I'm excited for it because I, I, I've got some great people, man. You know, I, I know I, I hate having to, to talk about, um, I'm always looking for new people because that's what you have to do as a business. But, um, I hope, I hope I've expressed how grateful I am for people like you, man. You're, you're a special dude. You are a special dude to do what you've done over the last several years. And, uh, it's so crazy that, you know, we got, we connected through bear crawls. Yes. yes. You know, you never know, man, when you're doing your podcast, you never know who's listening. You never know who is watching. You never know uh, what it can open up. I, I found that over and over again during the years, which makes me regret all the stupid things I've done. <laughs> but some people found me through the stupid stuff, John. So you just don't know. You've got to be willing to try some things. And as long as it stays true to the core mission, um, you know, um, you got you to take some swings, baby. Hell yeah. I, I completely agree. I'm, I'm so thrilled I found you on Instagram and uh... – I, I couldn't, you know, I've, I've seen plenty of other coaches out there and maybe they make cool content, you know, a cool workout here and then, but I've never seen anyone as consistent, as dedicated as you have. And uh, I'm just so thankful I found you. Thank, well, thank, thank you to all the wonderful things you do and both, you know, the content you make, the fashion you're putting out. I mean, I'm, I'm literally wearing the sprinters right now and I'm just so comfortable. So uh, yeah, thank you for, for all that you do, BJ. John, man, uh, your regular comments and, you know, look, you've always kept it positive. And even in situations where I haven't. So, again, like I'm, I'm blessed. Like I, I found some really um, it, it's it's the it's the double edged sword of elite training. Right. There's only so many people that can do it. But with the people you find that can do it. I mean, man, like it, it's a gift to be able to find and share this stuff with you. And you always bring back such positivity and. Um, I thank you for that. Cause you know, we, we have, we have, uh, at the time of recording this, we have about a thousand members and, you know, there's only about 25 to 50 of the members that are regularly commenting and, um, sharing how things are going and giving me the feedback I need to know if I'm on the right track with what I'm making. And, um, I, I thank you for that, man. Cause I know, I know it's, it's extra time out of your very, very busy day, especially tough after a workout when you got the shakes and you're, you're trying to get oxygen back to the brain. Um, I hope you know, like how, how much that means to me to have your, like you talk about consistency. You've, you've been one of the most consistent people um, 
with, with the positivity and the engagement and the discipline to keep showing up the work ethic. Um, and I thank you for that, man. And I have love for you for that. Hey, of course, man. Uh, nothing but love here as well. Appreciate all the good, you know, you just keep putting the good content out there, man. I'll keep showing up. I'll keep telling everybody and, you know, and until I'm blue in the face, man, uh, the daily BJ, BJ Gador, this guy is like, is the goat when it comes to fitness training. So, uh, no, you know, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're not a member, uh, put your phone down or, or pick it back up again and go sign up. Yeah. That's not going to happen after they heard about the two hour workout, <laughs> but you know, I'll tell you what, man, like, you know, again, you can break it up and this is just, this is what people aren't willing to tell you. This is just a fact. You ask any yeah. high level athlete and you know, most training sessions, they're about a half day. You know, if you, I, I, you talk to anyone that does this at a really high level that to, to do it well, it's about a half day. So that, that two hour workout experience, if you can't do it during the week, giving, you know, doing it on a Saturday or Sunday, when you do have the extra time and energy and you can make it a focus uh, just once a week, just to feel what it's like to just give your body that. Cause again, like a lot of it is like, once you're warmed up, John, the warm up just takes a while. It takes a while to get your an older body warm, and it's not just about getting it warm and ready. But uh, you know, it's it's if we don't do that, there's no longevity in this. And yeah. um, but you know, it's you ask any high level athlete, and uh, it, they typically dedicate when a lot of them are doing multi, you know, two a days. But um, you know, you do your you do your mobility and massage and breathing up front. You get into the main events of the workout. Um, there are various starters and finishers that bookend it. Then they go into their, I mean, they're going to their recovery routine. They go into some pool work. They go into, um, you know, for some film study, whatever. But it, it's, it's a way for you once a week on the weekend to just tap into what it's like to just be a high-level athlete, which, by the way, you guys all are. You guys and gals all, I, I've, if you've been doing the workouts consistently, you are now at a level of training that is elite. And, um as you level up in your abilities, you need more warming up, right? As you get to more intense yes. stuff, you, it takes, it takes your body more to get into it. And you may actually need less intensity and in more of the other stuff just to get your body aligned so that when you add this like extreme intensity onto it, you know, it's safe. So, um, but like I said, we're, uh, we're going to keep uh, a focus on efficiency. It's going to be a premium in Q4 and, um, Finishing off, like, where can people learn more about you, follow you, and uh, wh where's where's the best way to get, get involved with Dr. John Tansy? That's a great question. Uh, thanks for asking, BJ. I mean, you can find me on social media, uh, Scouser underscore from OKC. Sorry, there's Scouser underscore from underscore OKC on Instagram. Uh, JB Chansey, sorry, JB Chansey one on Twitter. Uh, but you can find my new podcast, Knowledge Brew Supreme, on Anchor or Spotify. I think it's on Google Podcasts as well. Um, but any of those outlets, I'm, I'm still putting out some new episodes. It's still pretty new, but I uh, would love any listens. Uh, like I said, it's Knowledge Brew Supreme. It's a play on of KRS-One, uh, Knowledge Reign Supreme. So check that out. And uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. And I will put all this in the show notes. And then here's my tip to you um, as someone that wants to see you well with the podcast, the mindset has to be an episode at a time, but also uh, don't expect anything until you've gotten at least a hundred episodes in. Okay. Okay. You've got, you've got three in right now. 
Yeah, I've got two that are published, and I'm, I was literally editing my third episode before we jumped on this call. So I'm going to try to get that one out probably like tomorrow or, or Wednesday. Um, yeah, I've, I've been, it's really just been about finding people, to be honest. Like I've, I've gotten, so far I've gotten, you know, pretty good good feedback i've been able to do like an episode like every other week i'd like to do more you know more like weekly if i could but you know it's kind of dependent on people's time and their schedule so it's going to take you 25 to 50 episodes to get to get a format yeah for okay. sure i mean yeah definitely and then and you've, you've seen how many changes i've made with this and again part of the issue with with my podcast john is i've had i just i, I have too many different things that i i'm focusing on if, mm. if, the, if I just focus on the podcast, John, I can do amazing things with it. Um, <laughs> but again, so that's other thing to consider is, you know, it's going to take you longer to do well with the podcast or build into what you want it to be. If you've got other, uh, you know, if you've got your feet in multiple fires right. um, at the hundred episode mark, uh, you know, that's when you'll have what will be a, a, like a native user base or listening base. Meaning that like, no matter how, no matter what episode, you put out you're going to get x number of listens yes and at that point then you'll really you know you don't have to have it be uh doesn't have to have like a joe rogan level of, of success right uh really what it is is it's you develop an active listener base and then you can pivot to really catering to that core audience and from there great things can happen i'll, I'll even send you um i recently read this article from anchor about how you can look into monetizing your podcast, different form, show formats, other things. It's actually really good. Um, they do Anchor does a really nice job of educating podcast creators on how to build, find new people, and, and monetize. So I'll send you that. Oh, yeah. But um, so just just understand, like, there's also like everyone has a podcast now. Right. So it's a very saturated field. Exactly. So you you have to be doing this because, like you like you originally said, don't forget the core mission. I like I like to hear from creative people. It gives me energy. It gives me life. And I like to pick their brains and it's great to share it with people. And you, you, by the way, every episode you do, you connect with someone new. You're, every episode is a networking opportunity. Yes. So um, that, that's, those are the small wins you have to focus on because um, trust me, like there's going to be an episode you release and you're like, this is like, I don't know how many times this has happened to me, John, where I'm like, I've made a piece of content, whether it be audio, video, whatever written. And I, I'm like, this is going to, this is going to be the one that like blows me up. And it, it doesn't. Okay. And I have some low moments with it. I'm like, why am I fucking doing this? No one's listening. No one's watching. No one gives a fuck. I'm not even relevant. Um, but I have to remind myself about the core mission, which was, I need this for me. Like I started the fashion line and even if it fails, John, I have all the clothes now in my closet that I've wanted to wear my whole life. So I remember that on the days when we're having trouble finding new customers or we got slow sales weeks. Um, this is the level of resilience it takes. But the thing is, you've been training. You've been resilience requires reps, right? It's it's you have to you have to be you have to experience hardship. And most of us have such beautiful lives. If you really look at it across the globe, these have been the two hardest years for our life. Are people parts of the world that would kill for our terrible life. And um, so you, when you have when you have these gifts and you have these blessings. You have to force hardship upon yourself to train your mind and body for the lower points where others will quit. So I challenge you, John, to get 100 episodes in. And I don't care how long it takes you, but if, if this is important to you and it gives you value and you find 
value and sharing that value with others, there's no number of listens that's going to give you success. But the connections and uh, that you can have with your interviews and your listeners. Um, I mean, look, look, three, it took you three years to get on, on this podcast with me. Not that you were asking, but I mean, I recognize, I recognize the greatness and what you've achieved in the last three years. And when I saw that you had, you went ahead and, and had your own podcast, man, I'm like, I got to get this motherfucker on the show. So I thank you for that. You there, sir? Well, I, th I think John, we got a disconnection. I hope you got that last bit. Thank you for listening, guys. Uh, check out the show notes to learn more about John's podcast. And uh, we'll be back with more episodes. Much love. Peace. Yo, BJ Gador here. Welcome to the show. And on this episode, we've got Dr. John Chansey, or as I call him, JC, a member of the dailybj.com. He's got a brand new podcast we're going to talk about today. And this is the first of what I hope to be many interviews with high-performing members of the dailybj.com. You're going to learn a ton about how to deal with your own struggles by seeing how one of your fellow members does. You know, one thing that really stuck out with me and why I wanted to get him on the show as soon as I saw he had a new podcast is this cat. He's a different type of cat. This guy's a rare beast. He pursued his doctorate recently to get his PhD and was super consistent with his training, his nutrition. Most people would have just put it to the side, put their health, put themselves to the side and just focused on that task at hand because it is a big one, but he stayed consistent with it. And again, you know, this is what it's all about. Finding people just like you living regular lives, not necessarily like the metabolic Messiah, you know, like <laughs> I don't, maybe I'm not as relatable to you guys. And I understand that, but John is a member. He's one of you and he's doing great things in and out of the gym. So I wanted to get him on the show. JC, as I call him, graduated from the University of Oklahoma with a PhD in educational psychology. He teaches psychology at Oklahoma State University in Oklahoma City. And the good doctor has been a member of the uh, the dailybj.com since 2019. His new podcast, Knowledge Brews Supreme, can be found on Anchor and Spotify. There's a direct link in the show notes. There's also links to other things, promotions we have going on as well in the show notes. So check those out. Hope you enjoyed the episode. We're going to take a quick break, come right back in, and I'm going to be asking JC a ton of questions that I know will help you navigate this challenging time, specifically the pandemic. So I think you'll enjoy this episode. Love you guys. Peace.